So the feedback chapter was one of the most hotly contested of all the chapters that we we wrote. And there was a lot of different opinions, which I think kind of mirrors what's out there in the world on how many different opinions there are about how to do feedback. So Susan, can you give an overview on how we talked about it in Lead Together and the, the perspective we took on it? Yeah, and I, you know, I totally agree with you, Travis. It was um, probably the chapter that caused the most um, yeah, the, I guess the most in, introspection about what we actually wanted to, to share here. Um, it's very clear that in a system, any system needs feedback to see where it's performing and where it's not performing um, from, a, from a machine to an ecosystem. And the interesting part about it for me is that in the lived complexity of relationships, uh, Feedback can be helpful if done well, but it can also be incredibly harmful if the feedback is coming from the perspective of somebody else's version of right. Um, so I think that we ended up doing a, quite a good job of articulating that in the chapter. And yeah, I ended up, even though it felt like the most hotly contested, it's one of the chapters that I'm most proud of. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think one of the things that I liked in the other chapter was the, uh, the, the part where you were talking about mutual curiosity, Brent. How does that look in practice and how does that work? So our minds can only be in one of two places at a time, either judgment or curiosity. And for most of us, we've been really successful in our lives because we've become good at making judgments and uh, using those judgments to, to move through uh, life and, and through our work. Um, when it comes to working with others, uh, it, it, there, there's an opportunity for us to pay a little bit more attention to the curiosity because if you think about it as a teeter-totter, often we're much more heavily weighted on the judgment side. And so being able to uh, step into a place of curiosity and uh, knowing that, hmm, I have one perspective of the world based on my own experiences and, and the single path that I've been on through my life. And somebody else maybe has a very different perspective because of their experiences. And that doesn't make my experiences or their experiences wrong. It just makes them different. And there's a lot to learn from that. So mutual curiosity is that taking the time at the beginning of a feedback uh, process or feedback loop to understand other perspectives um, and, and really genuinely coming from an intention of understanding and, and digging into the curiosity uh, that's, that's there, the curiosity opportunity, I guess, that's there. Yeah. Susan, you taught me a piece about feedback personas that you used from a company that you worked with. And that just blew my mind on how you all had articulated that. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. It was a really, a really interesting project. Um, the remit was that uh, there, there, everybody needed to participate in some sort of uh, feedback process. Um, but it was very interesting to deconstruct what that looked like from the persona perspective, but also from the um, situational perspective. So 
um, is the feedback uh, in in the context of somebody you know really well that you're on a team with that you work work with every day? Is it providing um, some insight into a new project with somebody that you're just starting to work with? Or is it something that you're observing in the system um, that you feel like you have a, a perspective on that you want to share? So those are the sort of um, po positionalities of the feedback. And then the personas are, uh, we, I think we ended, we had eight at one point, but we actually kind of distilled it down to three. The first one is, um, uh, is just somebody that just uh, that is a feedback fanatic, right? Just like, give it to me all the time. Don't, don't mince words, um, do it in the moment and I can take it. And um, for, for somebody like that, you know, they might have an agreement with a feedback partner, which is just that, like at the end of it, even at the end of every conversation, how did I do? What did you see? What, what could have been better? Um, there is another persona um, and probably a persona that I see most often, which is people that have been harmed by feedback in the past, that where feedback has been used as a weapon. Uh, feedback has been used as a weapon in a performance review or as a bullying tactic. Um, there are many reasons for, for this to happen, um, but you know there, there are, I would say probably at least 50% of us, and I'd include myself in this category, even though I'm not particular sure, particularly sure this is my persona, where somebody has like lobbed a grenade into my lap that caused unnecessary pain and came from a place of either malevolence or no context at all. So um, people that have had that experience, giving them the opportunity to actually name that and, and to, you know, without sounding too weird, repair their uh, relationship with feedback um, is another persona. And then the third persona is uh, people that feel like uh, the feedback that they're getting isn't relevant to the work that they're doing. And so just noticing those three feet, those three personas and working within uh, perspectives and uh, practices that can um, help bring out the, the best in feedback for, for us, um, regardless of what, of what our current relationship with feedback is. You talked a little bit about the how an agreement might look for somebody that was just like, give it to me raw feedback. Could you give an example or two on the, the other two styles on just like an, agree, an agreement that might work for them? Yeah, absolutely. So um, the third style, uh, I, I like to think of uh, a software developer who is uh, getting feedback on their code, right? Um, so, so the example could be, um, something like we can come together uh, once uh, every two weeks, have a cup of coffee, and you can talk about and share what you're noticing um, around uh, the particular product. So, so making it a uh, a neutral enough ground um, that it it's clear that the person has enough context and perspective to be able to actually give good feedback. Excellent, thank you. And this also far has been talking about one-to-one -one feedback, but Brent, we talked a little bit about team feedback as well. Can you talk about how teams go about eliminating their blind spots? 
to build on what Susan was just talking about in that example of, you know, having a cadence for, uh, of getting together for coffee, maybe every two weeks. Uh, another tool to use is the retrospective. And I'm a huge fan of retrospectives. I use them in my work with teams all the time. And it's simply a meeting that is hosted. It could be on a time cadence. So every X amount of time, it could be at the end of a project. Uh, and it's just an opportunity for the team to get together and talk about their shared learning. Um, and in doing so, the, the, the retrospective is based on the concept that no one person has the whole story. And so when you get together in a retrospective format, it's the collecting of all the individual stories so that we can learn from each other. And uh, we often use the 4L retrospective, which is uh, the first L is liked. What did I like about working together on this project or, or moving through this period of time together? The second is learned. What are some things that I learned going through this? The third is lacked. So where did my performance lack in, if I could go back and do this all over again, what would I personally do differently? And the last is longed for. What was missing that had it been present uh, would have uh, made this process either better for me, it would have led to a better outcome, um, you know, anything in that vein. And so uh, when you go through a process, the first three are a lot of self-reveal, uh, revealing uh, elements. So I get to learn about what you were thinking, Travis, you get to learn about what I was thinking. And so there's this, this disclosure that's going on. And it's not until the last L that we actually look really kind of more outside into the system. Yeah, amazing, super useful way to, uh, to look at it all. Thank you.